This is a crowd podcast. Before we start, we just want to pop a quick trigger warning here. Today we're going to be touching on eating disorders. So if you are struggling with an eating disorder at the moment and you're in the UK, the Beat Eating Disorders charity has a hotline. The number is 0808 801 0677 or you can visit the website beateatingdisorders.org.uk. We'll put all the info in the episode description. Welcome to Go Love Yourself, brought to you by Simply Be, fashion fit for everybody. You know, he was like, you've got to be really careful, Laura, that you can't be like anti-health. And I was like, I went mad. Yeah, I, you can tell. I was like, <laughs> I'm not anti-health. Hello, our lovely listeners. So today we've got a bit of a bonus episode for you because as of this month, so April 2022, the UK government is making all big restaurants, pubs and bakeries put calories on all their menus to open quotes, tackle the obesity epidemic, close quotes. Yeah, so we wanted to have a chat about it because we know that this is you know, probably a bit of a scary thing for some people. Um, you know, like we know that obviously, you know, calories do impact weight. And for some people, weight loss is as simple as being kind of educated on calories and things like that. But I think my worry personally is that this is like an open invitation for like eating disorders, uh, especially in like younger people. So, you know, th- there was, it's funny because I was having a bit of a debate with, with Matt about this just before we were recording. He was like, well, yeah, I can see why it's kind of, you know, it could be a bit triggering. He was like, but then, you know, he was like, you've got to be really careful, Laura, that you can't be like anti-health. And I was like, I went mad, as you can tell. Yeah, I, I, bet. <laughs> I was like, I'm not anti-health. I think like if you want to make healthy choices and if you want to like, you know, it's, it goes back to the episode we had with Dr. Josh, right? If you want to make healthy choices, um, you know, we know like, you know, I'm not denying that an apple is going to be a healthier choice for you than a chocolate bar, but it's about this kind of like moralization of food again, I feel like. Mm. and for me personally one of the biggest joys in life is going out and enjoying a meal and if I'm going to be then sitting down and seeing the calories on something it's just going to make me feel like something probably I don't want to feel we should also say that the regulations do say that you're actually allowed to ask for menus without calories so if that's something you think you are going to struggle with please do that if you think it's something that will help you we want to say as well straight at the front like you said laura we are not anti-diet we are not anti-health but we are anti-diet culture and this just smacks of it uh so as of april 2022 as i said large businesses are required to display calorie information on their menus And the idea is that they are doing this as part of their strategy to tackle the obesity epidemic. Um, And there was a really very interesting quote from public health minister. So Joe Churchill, this was last year when the information and the like date was released. Um, And from the government saying that, that it's their aim to make it as easy as possible for people to make healthier food choices for themselves and their families, both in restaurants and at home. That's why we want to make sure everyone has access to accurate information about the food and drink we order. Right. Let's just say, right, the reason on the whole, in the majority, and the sweeping statements are going to be all sorts of in this episode, but we're not even sorry about it. I'm not obese because I don't have access to the information. I know that I can Google how much things cal- like calories are. But then I'm also going to play devil's advocate here and be a bit like, 
some people don't have the kind of the, the means or the kind of it maybe even the initiative or the desire to then go and look at how many calories so maybe mm. it's not a completely bad thing to be informed um however however <laughs> that is a, a, however um me personally i feel like this whole I, I really do hate this whole obesity epidemic thing like yes i think it's really important to acknowledge that we are probably bigger and i think that we've also been through a pandemic where we've been at home and you know food has been a comfort so i feel like the government's kind of i just feel like a little bit like it's intended to shame and i don't i don't like that this whole like let's chuck all the obesity epidemic like when boris came out and basically was on like his deathbed wasn't he and he came out and was like and the reason why i was in hospital was because ladies and gentlemen i was quite frankly too fat i was too fat and it's like oh great let's just all hate fat people again woohoo like we haven't done that before we're back on it yeah so for me personally like i've made no secret of the fact i've always been you know i've always been big i've always had you know a struggle really with with overeating and and things like that i personally feel like there are a lot of other things that could be done instead of this do you want to hear my two cents on that on what i think could Uh, be done to to help people if we this is the thing i mean talk about you know kind of accepting yourself as you are but i am not anti-health i would love to be able to make some healthier choices in terms of what i eat and also like moving more intuitively as well but will having calories when you go out for a meal with Matt, will having the calories written down on a menu help you do that? I don't think so, do you? Like, I think it would just make, potentially make me feel guilty for having something that I want. On the surface, it's fine to do. Cool beans. If You know, if it's a tick in a box just to say, yes, we've got this information out and, you know, the government is ticking a box, say, so yeah, okay, we're, we're helping people, fine. But also, for me, this is a massive plaster on a bigger issue yeah I, I agree and um i just for the record i just really don't like the word obese or it's their word not our word it's their word not our <laughs> word um I, I think for me personally i think like we've spoken before about i, I personally feel like the word obese or obesity or the obesity epidemic just has such derogatory con- connotations yes, it does i feel really bad saying it yeah so for me it's like you can put me on that chart if you want to uh, but it just it, it dehumanizes me it just means that my worth is basically my bmi on my number. weight again yeah. um, so i just think like people you know in a bigger body big people fat pe- like just I'm, I'm fat babes but anyway um so i personally think and this is as i said someone who has kind of you know grown up fat their whole life me personally, I just don't feel like there is any help or support for someone like me. If I go to my doctor and say, I am really struggling, I am a compulsive eater, I'm, a, I'm binge eating, I'm really not, this is not great, like, I know that this is not, you know, great for me. I've got two options. I've got, I get told to go on Slimming World, which I'm sorry, but I'm really not a fan of for various reasons. I've kind of gone into food being sins and being having good weeks and bad weeks and that moral value and all of that bollocks or i'm told oh you can have bariatric surgery great okay cool i'll just go and join a cult or i'll just get my stomach stapled (laughs) thanks doc cool can't wait (laughs) i think there needs to be more psychological help or counseling or kind of like cbt or something for people like me who binge eat or have like disordered eating um i think that needs to be an actual thing couldn't agree more i think for me i'm like laura and i've spoken personally about it we've spoken a little bit on the podcast about our struggles with eating and stuff and uh we both overeat and secret eat and do all the things and my issues will not be fixed by knowing that there are however many calories in 
something from Nando's, for example. Um, my issue is much more deep rooted. I need help with it, but I can't get that help because the wait is too long. That for me, I think will be one of the number one things that would help people psychological support because we've talked many times about how weight loss on paper eat peasy limb squeezy eat less move more in reality it's a nightmare of stupidness yeah i think i think also like even like you say about oh you know the wait list is too long i actually don't i, don't, I just, honestly just don't know that there is help out there i even went um, a, a while ago, a couple of years ago, I, I looked at going private for like private counselling, a private kind of mm. CBT to finally tackle. About food. Yeah, to, to finally kind of get... I don't think there is that out there. I'm, well, I have, I've never been offered it and I've always said when I've been referred to stuff, I was like, I'm really struggling with my eating. There's, uh, as far as I know, there's nothing. I mean, if anyone's listening and it's like, there's loads, like, oh, have you tried this person? Unless you have got a diagnosable eating disorder, which we will talk about. So things like um, anorexia and bulimia, etc. No, exactly. And there isn't any support, I don't think, for people with, with binge eating disorder or kind of, yeah, like you say, like the secret eating kind of thing. And I think mm. I think there really, really needs to be. Um, I would also like to see places like Slimming World and Weight Watchers or Wellness Wankers, whatever they've been renamed, <laughs> and um, and Noom, I would like to see them kind of governed a little bit more and sanctioned. And Yeah, there, should, there the should be a bit more regulation there. Massively should be more regulated. Uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more with you that there needs to be something there in terms of the way that perhaps those team leaders are use language in those sessions because we've all been there but oh you've had a bad week you should put on half a pound babe half a pound is poo so i think i'm good i haven't really had a bad week i just didn't go for a poo before the session leave me alone oh god yeah, right like so emptying your bowels before weighing in and like can't eat <laughs> on a wednesday oh Sharon. can't eat on a wednesday no. Sharon, because i've got weigh-in that night so like, and then you go home and then you binge and then you binge. Like, oh, we will do an episode. We are doing an episode. We're going to do an episode on, on that. that. Um, I think there also needs to be like more education in schools about kind of health rather than just weight. So yes. about making like healthy choices, about intuitive eating, intuitive movement. I think Tally, who we've got coming on in in one of our future episodes, I think she needs to be cloned and sent to all schools yeah, to talk about you know, intuitive movement. She needs to movement. write the school curriculum. Tally, Definitely. write. Write it all. I think we also need to be educating young people about diet culture and what it yeah. actually means rather than, you know, I think it's about kind of giving them the kind of information because I just hate the thought of someone like I know this now and I'm in my 30s like I wish I'd known it I wish I'd known Mm. it when I was 13 14 and maybe I wouldn't be maybe I wouldn't have so many issues and wouldn't be carrying so much extra weight if I had not been a slave to slimming world do you know what I mean so I really wish that was a thing as well or something in there about you know um a lot of people's issues and the more people I speak to or, or read in our Facebook group and stuff so many people's issues are from the way they were spoken to or their treatment when they were bigger as a child. Yeah. So education in schools to talk about being in a bigger body, mm-hmm. um, awareness of it, representation of it, all this stuff is needed. Yeah, and like you, you just sort of like sort of touched on there as well, not commenting on other people's bodies and just kind of yeah. a bit more kind just of shut up education and awareness around like if it's not your body, it's not yours to comment on. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to use Will Smith here as a prime example of like at the Oscars, like. We don't comment on people's bodies. Like, Jada Pinkett Smith has a medical p- condition. Mm. Like, oh, but she's the butt of the joke. Like, fuck off. Like, yeah, let's just no, not that's, talk that's about... that's terrible. That's unacceptable. I mean, it's it's different, obviously. But I just, <laughs> you know, I just... I think, it's, yeah. I think it's just done now. Let's just stop talking about people's bodies. Yes, 100%. But then 
we know that being 30 years old do people in their 20s realize people in their teens kids at school that's something that they might learn when they're 30 because you get to that sort of fuck it age Mm. so education or some sort of social stuff you know to kind of deal with that it's such a difficult issue basically we're you know we're talking about all these things that we think should work and it's such a difficult issue it's tricky we don't claim to know all the answers we're not experts this is just us and our opinion you know this is just kind of and obviously our experience is going to be very different to somebody else like yeah. the, the thing about the the, the the calories on the menus i think that worries me the most is for people that have, uh, have an eating disorder or have recovered yes. from an eating disorder i just yeah. know i just know that that is going to be really triggering for some people that's what I'm really worried about. So I was going to say, you know, people who have specifically are suffering or have suffered with restrictive eating disorder. So things like uh, anorexia or bulimia. I know nothing about those two um, illnesses. I do work for an NHS trust which provides eating disorder care. Um, and I have written a couple of leaflets. So I've got like 1% knowledge. And it is it's just it is the most awful, um, you know, awful illness and for now that information to be so readily available perhaps to people who are recovering from those illnesses is just heartbreaking and I think what I hope doesn't happen is that this bandage that the government is putting on the you know this this thing that they see as a huge problem I think will have little to no impact on people in bigger bodies but actually it could have a big (laughs) impact on people who a really big negative impact on people who have got disordered eating yeah so i don't i don't think that the negative is going to outweigh the positive in this case personally i think we're in for a bit of a tricky time for people and that's what makes me really upset because it's just awful and it's not it's not anyone's fault and it's just gonna be made so much worse I agree. And I think like, you know, I think it's important as well. Like no matter what your size, it's just, it's important to feed yourself. You, we yeah. all need food. And I think that, you know, like we need to eat regardless of calories. So mm. that is putting this kind of moral stance on what did you have for lunch today? And yeah. like we spent like mental health as well. And it, it just, I just think it's going to like, it's just going to hinder enjoyment of it as well. Like, I remember... I God, about so. five, six years ago, going to Nando's, fun enough, with my friend, Heather. <laughs> and mm. I was on a diet at the time, uh, obviously, because I was obviously, spent my whole life on a diet. And I was like, <laughs> I think she was as well, to be fair. And I ordered, normally, my go-to Nando's is a chicken yes. wrap with chips, corn on the cob, right, and a Fanta. Because I, I never really buy Fanta. Anyway, long story. And I remember <laughs> having... <laughs> boring uh, cool story bro um i remember having just like one piece of chicken with salad and i don't yes. even know if i had rice and like i remember I like that knowing like how we, we talk about it a lot that oh nothing tastes as good as skinny feels i mm. left that meal bereft i can tell Starving, you i bet as well really hungry yeah and i was like i actually wish i hadn't done that i genuinely wish i just had what i wanted what a waste of money yeah what a waste of time and money and i just it just wasn't enjoyable to me so like i said about eating out for me is like just such a really lovely part of life yeah it's it's a shame that's that's the thing isn't it it's it's enjoyable and i think a lot of people um and you know we asked the question on our facebook group and loads of people commented the same is that it's just gonna make me feel bad yeah it's just gonna make me feel like you know that straight back to diet culture that i've got to go out then and and exercise to earn back those calories or i'm gonna not eat lunch that day because i know how many calories i'm gonna consume for dinner exactly but you need to feed your body like you said so there's no rules about around eating if you need to eat lunch but then you shouldn't have to 
restrict yourself because of another meal coming up that you're going to enjoy. The other thing I worry about as well is, I can, I can just picture it now, he's going for a meal with family, picking what I want, yeah. and, and one person going, <laughs> oh, you're brave, it's in the amount of calories yeah. in that. Mm, 1,200 calories. Mm. Yeah. Like, yes, oh, thank you. You sure you want that apple pie? Yes, Sharon, I do. Thank you. God, take Sharon. That's the thing then. So if you're going out for dinner when these calories are there and someone shames you, just tell them I politely, like as we've said in an episode before, to fuck off. Eat what you like. Yeah, I completely agree. Other things I think that could be done instead of this pointless kind of putting calories on menus... <laughs> is making healthy food cheaper and more accessible. Yeah. You know, a pun at strawberries cost £3.50 and a chocolate bar costs a quid. What are you going to go <laughs> for? Chocolate always. What are you going to go for? <laughs> and, you know, with the cost of living going up so much as well, like mm. I really do worry for, like, for families and for people that... Yeah you know like cannot afford to pay their electric and their gas and the people who are in this situation of it's heating or eating exactly for for people to buy a what you know what is called a new you know healthy or nutritious menu for the week yeah it's going to be so much more expensive than buying what is deemed as not healthy yeah there are a lot of socio-economic reasons why people yeah. you know like do you know choose more unhealthy foods yeah. and i think again it's about you know we live such busy lives um that we want access and we do we need access to fast food i think for me mm. what i would really like to see change is the kind of the types of fast food that we see so where i live i've got a mcdonald's within a four minute drive either way but the i haven't got a supermarket the supermarkets are a 10 minute 15 minute drive the other sides um so i would really like to see kind of because i actually really love like i love salads i love fruit um and i really like it so i would actually love to have more places like is it like leon they do like really good kind of like yeah. fresh food mm. so like let's have a drive through leon or or like you know another kind I'd of love salad that. i would really yes. welcome that i think that would be great i think the government do also need to do more about the you know talked about the proximity and the number of fast food restaurants i look at my local high street and out of 10 shops seven of them are fast food restaurants seven out of 10 and i think the the you know the last thing i will say is i think that there should be safe spaces for all of us to exercise i think that gym memberships are i think a luxury for people that have a lot of disposable income and they're often out of the budget of like a lot of like normal people working class people um and they're also not inclusive to i have to say lauren i think people like us all the time i'd love to do more exercise and again we've got we've got this episode with tally rye coming up which i really recommend you listen to i'd love to do more movement but the thought of me going to the gym i've got two gyms near me within walking distance but they're both like bodybuilder gyms i see the kind of like the the bodies of the men and the women walking in there and i feel like i'd walk in there and just cry my eyes out because i look and that so i don't want to do that but i would love to do some form of exercise i do you know how much i would love to like see on my local facebook community group that there's like you know a fat girls yoga thing or like a fat girls dance class or something if i was a personal trainer that's what i would be doing yeah like i would love that and you know we've got stuff on youtube that that, uh, right so oh god if i could get my finger out my ass that's what i would do is my (laughs) second career do you know what i mean and i was like i trade and i would literally host these like exercise classes or online stuff for bigger women and it's just kind of like no one talks about it's not about the weight loss it's not about looking a certain way it's just getting out there and enjoying yourself but that doesn't exist that I'm aware of near me certainly no and I also live near London I'm not aware of it there 
I was funny because I was like you're saying about that it not being for weight loss I was watching Lizzo's uh, new show and she was saying about like the you know like the the dancers like they're all like plus size um, women mm. fucking amazing they yeah. can dance their asses off and she was saying about stamina endurance and like they're training and dancing all day every day she's like just so you know she's like we're not doing this for weight loss we're doing it to be strong this is not yes! about weight loss and I was like Thank you, Lizzo, for changing for that narrative that, yes. because we have all been conditioned that exercise is for weight loss and for calorie burning. And actually, mm. it shouldn't be about that. It should be about mental no. health and moving your body in a way that feels kind of like, you know, good for you and feels like kind of, you know, intuitive to, to you and is enjoyable and should be fun. Um, yeah. So I just, yeah, I think that... I, I couldn't agree more. So as we said earlier, we actually did ask you on our Facebook page and on Instagram uh, what you thought about this new change. Uh, some of you on the fence, uh, some of you were happy because you said that you were actually trying, you know, calorie counting out uh, and you think that it might actually help you make informed decisions. But a lot of you were also a little bit pissed off about it. Uh, <laughs> to say the least for some people. <laughs> One of our listeners actually said, the information is good, but we can do what we please with it. It won't fix us. Yes. And that is a narrative, again, I don't like about that fat people need to be fixed. Again, it Mm. goes back to self-acceptance. Some people are fat, some people are thin. If it's not your body, (laughs) it's not your business. (laughs) And actually, like, you know, sometimes we don't, yeah, we don't want to be fixed. So stop trying to make us something we're not. Mm. Give us help if we want it and if we need it. Otherwise, just leave us the fuck behind. <laughs> Literally that. <laughs> so someone else said, and I love this point, I think we all know there are more calories in a pastry than a cracker, but this just pisses me right off. I'm with you, girl. Um, what about banning all the weight loss clubs that have shamefully taken our money and provided a feeling of almost lifelong shame? I'm so annoyed at this. The, we- the reason people are in bigger bodies or are classed as overweight on the BMI scale is so much more nuanced than just eating more calories than they are burning diet culture is a lot to answer to so maybe we should be tackling that first <laughs> I completely agree and i cannot wait to do it that episode that you mentioned about, about <laughs> diet clubs and bring it on one of our listeners said the info should be available online for those of us who do want to know but it shouldn't be shoved in our faces agreed the only thing i want to shove in my face is a pasty so <laughs> jokes <laughs> Jokes, jokes, jokes. Kind of jokes. <laughs> kind of jokes, not really jokes. Oh, it's just not the answer. But, oh, so annoyed. Couldn't agree more, though. It's the judgment of it. And it's it feels like we're being judged. So if you're at the dinner table, like you said earlier, if you're out with your family and you happen to choose like the most uh, highly calorific meal there, you're going to potentially feel judged or feel bad for doing that. We don't need that. And one of our listeners has said exactly that. She said, I already fear judgment when choosing a meal and this will make it worse. It would just it would just make it so much worse. Feeling bad about what you're eating and then feeling like you might have to, you know, make up for it later. It's just it's feeding into these years of diet culture and it's it just is it's yeah it's really wound me up <laughs> no I can I can tell it's really got to you um and this last one actually I think is a is a really really good point and kind of kicking myself that I didn't think of it but one of our listeners right very rightly says that this is completely misguided because calories are not equal to nutrition calories do not equal nutrition and it goes back to you know we were talking before about Slimming World and an avocado being 15 sins yes. and a curly whirly being five sins and actually, 
I think that's really important as well. Um, it is. It completely is. And this whole, um, this is what's, you know, again, the Josh Woolrich episode, which please do listen to if you haven't, um, you know, talks a lot about Nutribolics. And, you know, this health world, a few years ago, all, you know, protein bars and stuff were going mental and things like that. A protein bar can be anything from around 300 calories. Yet a Mars bar is something like 160. Don't try and, you know, those calories doesn't match the nutrition message that you're trying to say to us, you know, in a day, you need to have a certain amount of calories to keep yourself going. What this is saying, if it's just calorie wise, is you can fill up those calories in that day with a McDonald's. So what's the message here? It's just it's just a bit too much. And again, it's come back to the plaster thing of it's just not this easy. It's just not this easy. I think, yeah, as you can probably tell, like, you know, I think for us, this is not it just feels like exactly what you said Lauren it's just putting a plaster over it and I think that if they want to make real changes come talk to us (laughs) come talk to us come on the podcast come on the podcast (laughs) we'll actually guide you Yes, um, we'll help you. This just does feel like a bit of a tick box exercise. Um, yeah, and it does. I'm just not. Um, you know, I can see why some people would think it was good, and I don't think it's not. It's not the worst thing to ever happen in the world. Yeah, I, mean, I, I completely agree. But I just agree. think that it was. It's just misinformed, and that it's just. Yeah, it's just very. It's not right. If any of you are feeling a bit triggered by this or the, this kind of news has unsettled you, all I will say is that. You know, we say this a lot on the podcast and I hopefully, hopefully it doesn't come across as rhetoric, but your weight does not define your worth. And, you know, you deserve to eat and kind of fill yourself with nutritious food. Um, and, you know, I do hope that we can kind of get to a place where the kind of guilt around what we eat is not so prevalent in our society. Um, I think it just goes back to, you know, society kind of, trying to just shame people and we know that shaming people doesn't you know help them and make them change so if if you have been triggered by it then you're not alone uh, and I hope that you can kind of see that you know this isn't the be all and end all no and it's not it's not necessarily correct just because it's happening and it's been issued by the government doesn't necessarily mean it's it's correct um yeah I think we just want to send like a big hug to anybody who's really going to be affected by this and um just our big go love yourself hugs. You're, you're with us. You know, come chat to us on Instagram um, or our Facebook page because we guarantee you'll not be the only one there and we're all going to give you big, massive hugs. Uh, we got this. And if you do want to find them, just search for Go Love Yourself Community on Facebook and Go Love Yourself Pod on Instagram. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope you're all okay and we're going to be back as normal next Tuesday with another episode. So we will see you then. That was Go Love Yourself, brought to you by Simply Be. Crowd Network, a place where you belong.